What's shaking, my friends? Welcome to the Trembling EMT Podcast. I am your host, the Trembling EMT, and this is my Parkinson's journey. Welcome back. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to my rambles about my uh, my crazy life. Hope you guys liked the first part of the episode, or first part of the What's New 2020 series that I'm doing, a little four-parter. I think it's... I'm going to... Still debating whether it's going to be three or four, but because if I do three, there'll be one will be like an hour and a half, an hour and 20 minutes. But if not, then there'll be just short 20 minute um, episodes. So I haven't decided. Big shout out to my um, patrons for supporting the podcast. And to my sponsors oh i don't have any sponsors but this is part where i think a sponsor if anyone knows anyone who want to sponsor me by all means send them my way um but let me get you to the next part of the yeah oh yeah i'm lost the words here's part two Um, what were we, what were we just talking about? Talking about navigating healthcare systems. Navig- navigating healthcare. And people not knowing or trying to manage what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And it being more of an educational problem and just being, saying, hey, like, the importance of nutrition, good health, good sleep. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I've gotten, uh, I started using a THC for sleep. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Now, what is THC? It's a derivative from the hemp plant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. CBD and THC. Okay. I thought you couldn't have them together or something. You can if you get a medical card. Oh. Yes. So you have a medical card? I have a medical card. So you're actually a medical THC? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, I use the tinctures, the drop... uh, 25 milligram drop under the tongue mm-hmm. for sleep. I, uh, I use it two hours before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And when was it? Tuesday? Okay. It was, a, it was today's Wednesday. No, today's Thursday. Tuesday. I literally, I, w- I went to bed late. I went to bed like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I slept till almost 5 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I slept for that long. How many hours? Oh, eight full hours. Eight full hours. I, okay. I slept from four o'clock in the morning to about five o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Actually, that's almost twelve hours. And I didn't wake up with pain. Normally, I can't go to. I before I started using the the THC, mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep more than four hours and without waking up in like excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. And now I just I sleep better. Hmm. It's insane. It's uh Wow. Yeah. Well, um well, you know, if you have a medical card uh in Pennsylvania anyway, and you have a a permit to to carry. Uh you lose that right if you have a medical card for I marijuana. I can't carry anything right. I have shaking hands, so I can't carry. What's that? I said I can't carry anything. I have shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay well, that's that. true. That's true. Um, but, you know, you could shake at the right time and hit the that's, target. That's true. <laughs> I actually, it's funny because... Uh, was it two years ago? We went up to, we went down to Virginia, uh, West Virginia, actually, for a high adventure Boy Scout camp. And one of, okay. the, one of the things was shooting. Uh huh. And there was a shotgun competition, clay shooting. Okay. And I actually won it. And one of the, one of the dads <laughs> that I was with, he's like, I don't know how you did that. He's like, I watched you and I was like, he's going to miss every target because he's shaking so much. Yeah. He's like, and you hit every target. He's yeah. like, I was like, he's like, I'm like, Guarantee you beginner's luck. <laughs> like I well aware is beginner's luck. There was no uh, skill or uh, or trick behind that. It was just beginner's luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think there was an old uh, western um, shaky sheriff or something like that, or it was a cartoon or probably. You know. Yeah, that'd be me, the shaky sheriff. <laughs> shaky sheriff. Which means you would hit something. I'd hit something. Hey, <laughs> even a broken clock is right two times out of the day. That's right. That's so. true. That's true. Um, and the reason um, to get back to what we were talking about, um, I remember uh, when my mom was alive, she always had to make sure she was on top of, uh, um, you know, what was happening with her and billing and, I think most of her retired life, she was just, uh, you know, with health issues, just trying to get, you know, to in front of the doctor, making sure, yeah. um, you know, she was billed or paying for the right stuff or, you know, so very, it was very difficult, uh, healthcare back then. You were talking 20 years ago. Yeah. It's a, a lot more difficult now, you know. Uh, a lot so. more difficult than... And at the same time, which is the cash twenty two, there's a lot more resources, a lot more, more assistance, a lot more mm-hmm. medications. There's a lot more to do. And back then, there was very yeah, very the, little. The that resources they could do. were limited, right? And people had trouble maintaining, keeping up with stuff. Mm-hmm. So now you have. You well, have it's a, even harder now. Oh, even harder, and just you know, and then of course uh, you can go on to to WebMD. And everything you read, you have symptoms of. Yeah. So, but the spectrum you know. is so is so wide that you can go from clinical trials and cutting edge research mm-hmm. and be on a, uh, a, part- a participant in clinical trials mm-hmm. to herbal remedies and home remedies that people try on their own or herbal. Well, products. on Facebook all the time. Facebook, they have all kinds of. Herbal remedies. Herbal remedies and hacks. And how does someone who just got earth-shattering news and life-changing diagnosis, whatever whatever the diagnosis is, you're still trying to wrap your head around the your your mortality Mm -hmm. and how you're depending on the diagnosis if it's cancer, how your life is limited. And you're trying to focus on that. Mm-hmm. How do you know where to go? How do you mm-hmm. know which way to go and where to turn? Yeah, you, it's it's yeah. hard. Yeah. So, and I think that's where, and I think that's the, the education is the important part. Just learning and having a support system because it's a. I have a. And you can't keep picking up the phone every time you have a question and, and call the doctor no. because the doctor. No, no, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. 
And, you know, so you and have it's to not do. the doctor's fault. It's not saying that the doctor is a bad doctor. The doctor doesn't have the time and the and the resources to dedicate what it needs. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can sit and talk to someone about just exercise and Parkinson's, and I can speak for two two and a half hours mm-hmm. about the different things and and what to do and the side effects and all that. The doctor has 15 minutes, half hour to, to tell you about the diagnosis mm-hmm. and what, what it means mm-hmm. and what you're, what you're, not even what you're expected to do. Cause that's another thing with Parkinson's, the, the big saying is, and I forget who says it, if you met one person with Parkinson's, mm-hmm. you've met one person with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Like their course of treatment and their course of wouldn't be the same that you no if you have it. I've I've, I've spoken to many all, people. It, it's all different. It's all different. It affects this. Like you can have the same symptoms and your body manifests. Are you your troubles are this are different? Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't season. I can't scramble. I can barely scramble eggs, and I can't season anything very well because when I go to to mm-hmm. shake. My hand freezes and I get frustrated. Right. But I have this. So you've had salty food before. Yes, I've had salty food now. And, 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 and lots of pepper. I have unsalted, un- unseasoned food now. But I have this, I have the, a good friend and follower um, who decided to, he, he his family was big into baking. Right. And he has right-sided symptoms, dominant hand. Right. And he bakes, and he whisks, and he pipes, and I'm like, and we both have tremors. We both, uh-huh. but I can't do it, and he can. Okay. And he says he picks up the piping bag, mm-hmm. and I've tried piping because we did gingerbread houses over there. All right, road. so no, piping is when you put, it's a plastic, little pla- or a cloth sack. Cloth, cloth sack or a bag, and you put the, the, the frosting. Right, and, and then you can squeeze it. And you squeeze. can squeeze it and write names right, right. or do anything. And I tried piping for the gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> well, it's a new design. Yeah, it's a new, it's a contemporary design. <laughs> there you go. But he, um, you should see the stuff he he makes and like, oh my god, his food is amazing. He uh, he made me uh for my first podcast because I we met on social media when I first decided to start sharing my story, mm-hmm. and then for my first one I. Posted my first episode. He sent me a coffee cake from Alabama. Okay. All the way from Alabama. Gary, I almost, I opened this cake, I opened this box, and just the aroma of coffee was amazing. Wow. Oh, my God. My, my like, my kitchen smelled like coffee for, like, the entire day. So, uh, so uh, actually, he makes the coffee cake with coffee, obviously. Oh, obviously, cause, and, and it tasted amazing. Uh-huh. But I couldn't. Like, I can't make scrambled eggs. And he made a three-level cake that tasted amazing with frosting. And he wrote Trembling MT podcast on it. And it was it was amazing. Oh, wow. But, and that's one of the things that, like, we have the same symptoms. Mm-hmm. But we're, it affects us totally different. different. That's like, I can't write my name to legibly or pretty to save my life. Right. But you give me an IV... Uh, to put in a an IV in in someone's arm. Right. I'm I'm calm as a cucumber. I'm uh-huh. steady. I don't shake. I haven't. 
Well, I hate to sign checks for bills too. So oh, a little yeah. bit, yeah, I That's shake. True. So, so well, uh, like I like I try to take notes for stuff, and it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like, and you can see like when I talk about writing, like my hand goes because I just it's just I can't do it. Yeah. But oh, and another thing is, give me chopsticks. Uh huh. Or give me a fork. Right. I need safety goggles because it's it's <laughs> it's scary. Like it's life threatening to eat with a fork. Well, how about for people around? Well, if they maintain six feet, they're if okay. I maintain, yeah, COVID has saved them. <laughs> That's right. But you give me they chopsticks. Be close, close to the fork. You give me chopsticks. Uh huh. I have no problem. Right. I can use chopsticks without a problem, and not without a problem, but a lot better with than a fork. And I've been using a fork all my life. Yeah. So, and it's just those things that. My uh, one of the one so, of my followers says, "Preach, <laughs> preach." Um, so you're telling me that you can't write your name and we'll, and, uh, probably in the next hour, uh, we're going to talk about success, but you can put a 4,250 piece Lego vehicle together. Yes. But you can't, you can't scramble an egg. You can't or, scramble a leg or, or, or write my name. Wow. But you can see now I... You know, when you get older, because I'm a lot older than you are, of course, you lose dexterity in your fingers. Yes. And to work with little pieces becomes a little bit difficult. A lot difficult. I can still use a fork, though. Yes, yes, you can still use a fork. I can still use a fork. Yes. But so at least you have still have dexterity. Um, uh, yeah, I have dexterity. It's uh, In my right hand, it's a little little more tougher. Mm-hmm. But um, I started doing... Uh, putting the Legos as occupational therapy. Okay. And there was something that was mentioned. My wife actually brought it up to me. And she's a actually, I have a good idea for Grace Strong. Oh. Have a Lego contest, you know, with everybody that follows you. Yeah. And get start off with that and see how fast they can put a small kit together. Hmm. Right? Yeah, and then nice. whoever whoever has the best time would get... You know, a gift card, a or, gift card or, uh, or something like that. Yeah, I'll have to see. You know? I mean, you can also market to, uh, to people who have Parkinson's. That's yeah. a great idea to to Get use uh, the Lego. So, yeah, so we'll talk a little bit. Uh, I just saw a contest. It was, uh, I think it was the $1,000 kit. And I don't know if it was a building or... I, I can't remember where it was. But uh, I think the... It was, uh, from what I can remember, the time to beat was like two hours and uh, 50 minutes. There's a show called Lego Masters. They give you ideas and like you can build anything from like a tree house to like a starship. And like it's... That's right. It was a starship. The starship they built in a couple hours. Yeah. It had like five, a ten, a team of five, five to ten people. But the problem is that at the, at the end of that, uh-huh. they break it. They smash it with a batter, drop it from the, and it's it's too traumatizing. Like I can't, like I'd cry, like I'd cry like a little schoolgirl. Oh yeah, yeah, no, like I mean that's a lot. That's a lot of hours. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's called Lego Masters. Yeah, okay. Like I started watching it and I was just like I hyperventilated. (laughs) I was just like, wait, what are they doing? Like no. Actually, smash it, huh? Oh yeah, no, they like they they smash it, and then slow motion too, to drag out the pain. No, 
Uh-uh. No. Yeah, it was a starship. That was the one that I saw. Yeah, then that the one oh, I was they're like three feet tall mm-hmm. and like over forty thousand pieces is yeah. insane. Yeah. And when they're and when they're building it, they're like, All right, we have to make this we have to make this sturdy, but it has to be able to break easily. I'm like, No, that, <laughs> you should never build something that intricate to say, All yeah. right, it, it has to break it has to break pretty. No, it doesn't have to break pretty, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. I was just like, what are you doing? My wife's like, are you okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, I need counseling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I, I $1,000 to to get the Starship, or what, I think it was $1,000. It was nine nine hundred ninety nine dollars yeah, I might as well say 1000 And to put it together and then smash it, to, it's like throwing... You might as well just throw but it away. But some of these stuff, like, they're not, like, sets. Like, the ones I have here, they're like sets. Like, these are people's actual creation. Like, they created it from their idea, and they put it together. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that, like, they can find anywhere. It's, like, one of a piece, one of well, a kind yeah, piece. Oh, yeah, one of a kind piece. And it's, like, no, no. Yeah. You know, but uh, we're coming up to 11 o'clock. Let's hear um, something from, let me see here. Oh, Steve. Um, I haven't heard from Steve. This is a, a guy from London. Let's see London. here. I want to make. I was. I wanted to go. I had. I was planning to go to London for my birthday this year, but. Oh, okay. I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, no, it's in complete lockdown now. I know. So uh, here's a here's. And that was Carry On by Jonathan Quigley, another native. I don't know if he's native of Mississippi, but he's down there in Mississippi, a worship leader. A lot of the indie artists that uh, I come across are worship leaders. And uh, they they come out with their, they, they write their own music. God gives them music, and they play it in their church. And, and WHRFM is going to be a place where they can come and um, submit their music for our second uh Convalescent Revival Album, Volume 2. We already have the first volume out. And uh, they can be part of our station on 24-7. So, um, looking forward to a good year. I want to get some more uh, of those uh, indie artists giving me scriptures or uh, maybe little testimonies uh, of how they came to the Lord and uh, uh, just some thoughts from them maybe from time to time. And then kind of just air them. Uh, in a mixed uh, the music. 
Uh, I like to keep this uh, commercial free, so we're always looking for donations. You can go to whrfm.com, and there's a donate button there that needs to be used. It's, it, it, it told me yesterday, not getting enough attention. So. Getting stiff. <laughs> getting stiff and no movement. Yeah, getting stiff and no movement, you know. So, uh, yeah, hit that donate button, and it could be as much as five bucks. Uh, just to keep us, we like to keep the lights on here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You know, at least so. the mics on. We can at most. Of the well, mics. at least yeah, keep the at least the the mic the mics, mics on. on. You know, and uh, so we're uh, looking forward to a lot of good stuff that's coming here, and uh, we've partnered with. Um, and I'm going to pass your name along to uh, to Jeanette Melker, who's also on our station on Tuesdays now. Well, you know, when, when you had to go, I had to find a replacement. You know? <laughs> You're a hard person to replace. I, uh, I have been told. And uh, uh, to make a long story short, she has an app, and some of Brian Cooney's music from Nashville is on that app, and uh, uh, you can download that as well. That's uh, the WCC app, WCCM app, World Changes Christian Ministry. And uh, it's a, a worldwide app. You can get it on either Apple or Google Play, I believe. Nice. Uh, and uh, it comes at 6.59 every morning. There's a Bible verse and some encouraging words, you know. And and, that, and that's kind of cool. That's oh. kind of cool. So... Uh, um, so that's my that's my shameless plug for nice. for uh, World Hype Radio and uh, uh, WCCM and uh, so hopefully we can have you uh, uh, more more often. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, when was the last time you had? Uh, well, when was the last time you had stopped podcasting there for a while? I did. Um, I've, and it's funny because I stopped for like two months, three months. Uh huh. And then were you missed? Well, I didn't think I was. I didn't think I was. And then I posted one episode. I did that one episode here that I recorded. Okay. And with now, when was that? When did you do that? I don't remember. Um, I'll let you know right now. Hold on. It. Uh, I can show it. I can see it on my uh, on my app for my podcast. All right. It was back in. Oh. All right, so you have an app as well. Well, no, the the place that I host my pod, host my oh, podcast. Oh, podcast through. Okay. So that was back in July, July 19th. Oh, wow. Was the last time I was in the studio. And between July and October, or no. Yeah, so July 19th was my last one, which I post which played... What did it do? No, it was longer than that. It was longer than July? So the last time I was in the studio was probably in April. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, because that was, that was when I was going to switch jobs and it, COVID happened. Okay. Oh, so, that's right, right. So whatever happened with that? I know you switched jobs. You were waiting for a new job to open. Oh, my God. It was the longest three months of my life. I've never been so... Long story short, I applied for a job. They told me I couldn't start. I managed right the week before I went to quit my job. 
Okay. Told the the job that I quit kept me on till they replaced me. Okay. They replaced me and they're like, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. They let me apply for another job within the company. Right. Told the other job that was going to, that hired me but couldn't, couldn't, wouldn't let me start. So you, so you never got to that job? I never made it to that job. Wow. Yeah. Wow, because that was going to be a, a change of hours, and then you couldn't come on the show anymore. Yeah, because I went night shift because right. I had quit, and I took the only available schedule because they're mm-hmm. like, we'll keep you till we ha- till we replace you. Right. But the schedule had changed, so I had to take night shift. And then my the new manager was like, "I your replacement starts next week. Like, yeah. what, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't want to kick you out, but... Yeah. I need to kick you out. So they let me apply for another job. So they worked with so they worked with you. They worked with me. The gentleman, the gentleman his name is Anthony, he's an amazing guy. Mm. Went to bat for me and helped me get another position. Right. But it was a lot farther from home. It okay. was an hour commute and it was in Where was where was it? In Harleysville, Pennsylvania. They don't make Harleys there, do they? No. Oh, just Harleysville. Harleysville. So it's an hour west. An hour south. An hour south. Yeah. Down um, below, down below Philly. Um, right above Philly, the Lansdale exit on the turnpike. Okay. And right. there was from my house. What yeah, exit is it? Exit thirty-one on the part on the turnpike. Exit thirty-one, Lansdale, right? Yes. There's something else famous there. There's a bunch of things famous in Lansdale, but I can't remember. Yeah, right I now. can't remember either. QVC is that down there? In Lansdale? Well, it might sure. be, actually, now that you mentioned Yeah, that. I think QVC. Huh, I'll have to look into that. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's quite a trip. That's kind of oh. a trip from. Uh, yeah, and from it was, it was just. And then just the, the stress level at work wasn't conducive to my health. Right. Because one. Well, I don't think any stress level for, is conducive to anybody's health uh, at work. Health. But because of the. I was working. Yeah, ten hours, and then on top of the two-hour commute, was twelve-hour yeah. days. Yeah. I was missing therapy. Unless you had like a chauffeur or something that you wouldn't have to. That'd, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. You wouldn't have to stress for those two hours. Then you I have just to hop pay. in. Well, you know when those uh, when those driverless cars come, you just get in. Yes, yes. And, and type in the address you're going, and it'll take you there. Yeah, but do you know how how affordable those cars are going to be? <laughs> affordable or horrible? Affordable. Oh yeah. You know, definitely affordable. Uh, hey, listen, if I'm driving, and it's not horrible if I'm not driving. Right. So, although I like driving, I'm gonna. It's one of the things that I know eventually I'm gonna have to stop driving, but well, I'm gonna enjoy it as that's much a, as I can. Well, that's a that's a that's a program in itself. When you start losing, um, losing your capacity to do. Which, which you know you can do. Not even your capacity, your independency. Yeah, independence. Yeah. Like uh, this past year, uh, you know, a, a lot has happened. My uh, my wife lost her job due to, to COVID. Well, first off, they just laid her off for, yeah. for a while. And then she got a, um, a phone call saying that they didn't need her. So she didn't have to return to work. Yeah. So that was very, that was very traumatic. Because it's it's a change of life, and also uh, her dad has had a minor stroke in the fall. Um, I guess around 
uh, I want to say maybe October, but he's yeah. been in and out of hospital. And it, and again, when you're in that situation, um, uh, it's hard to work with, uh, um, you know, between the doctors and uh, um, rehab and uh, managing the healthcare system. Yeah, yeah, and working with different um, social workers. Uh, to get everything coordinated, it's, it's almost a full-time job. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's not usually for a full-time job that the patient can do. But, you know, so uh, we've uh, prayed for uh, yeah, my father-in-law. I think we've also prayed for you here on the station. Okay. Um, and uh, it's tough. So he'll no, he will never drive again. Yeah. You know, and with that... You know, you lose your independence. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough, and I'm sure um, with Parkinson's, Parkinson's being a very, um, I don't want to say progressive disease. No, no, it's very progressive disease. A, a, a progressive that disease. Is a perfect word. Yeah, it's a, it's a neuro. Well, I was thinking of, uh, I think of a, a degenerative. Yes, but it progresses to that. It, it slowly, oh, it progresses, to, slowly progresses to slowly degenerative. Progresses, yeah. Because when you think of progressive, you think of things, well. Terminal. No, when you talk about progressive in our society, things get better. Yes, you know, yes. But not in, in the no, case of they, illness, no. They, they progressively worse. Get progressively worse. Progressively worse. You know, and you lose a little bit more and more. Uh, do they have different levels? Uh, you no, know how like like stages. Like stages. And, they yes, do have stages, um, or, or does Parkinson's not have stages? Technically, no, it doesn't have stages because everyone progresses in different right. methods. So, like for 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 cancer, they have stages because everybody pretty much goes through the same same stages. Same yes. stages. Like, uh, and it's funny because my doctor visits. It's me updating my doctor on. Which way I'm, which way my, my Parkinson's is going. Right. So nine times out of ten is me telling them my symptoms, my complaints, my, my woes, my, my. And some of them could be new that they've never heard of before. Yeah. In other words, everybody's Parkinson's is different. Parkinson's is different. And you might be the only one in the world that has Parkinson's that exhibit that particular, um, degenerative issue. Yeah, I can, and it's, I can struggle, I struggle with it different. Mm hmm. And the doctor just sits there and goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, okay, uh-huh. And then at the end of the visit, I'm like, all right. She's like, let me know if you need anything. I'm like, I will. And it's, uh, it's yeah. literally, it's an update to my, to my medical record. Uh -huh. Because, and sometimes I'm, sometimes they're like, oh, we've heard of that before. Other people experience it. And then others, she's like, no, I've never heard that before. I'm like, well, it's it's happening. Uh -huh. And it's funny because about fourth or second visit, I, I realized she, they read you a list of symptoms. They're like, have you experienced this, is this, this? And well, you mean it's like that doctor form when you go in for your initial visit and yeah. they give you the sheet of paper. Are you and it has about 100 symptoms? things on. I fill that out every time I go. Well, you shouldn't have to. But that's the thing with Parkinson's. I do. Oh, okay. Because things change, so they want to know. So, like, the third or fourth time that I filled out the paperwork, I realized that at least five or six of the stuff I had been dealing with for at least ten years. Yeah. So I said, listen, Doc, I said, 
all this stuff is normal. I said, I was born with Parkinson's. You guys are just realizing that I have Parkinson's. Uh-huh. She's like, well, do you think, do you think you are born with Parkinson's? Oh, I, 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 I you do. You don't think, you, you, really? Yeah. And I, and I've talked to other people with Parkinson's and they've, they've, had so, so you can be born with park. You think you can be born with Parkinson's? Well, you can because there's a there is a genetic uh, hereditary form of Parkinson's. Okay, where it's in your genes and genetic. But I don't have that because I got tested for it since my grandmother had it. Mm-hmm. I got tested for it. Um, Michael J. Fox and Twenty Three and Me have a good have an amazing partnership, and they're doing research together. Okay, so if you sign up through. The Michael J. Fox Foundation through their clinical trials mm-hmm. portal, and then they'll send you over the twenty twenty three and Me. It's a DNA testing company, right? And they'll send you the kit absolutely free. Wow! And then they'll test you. I would hate to find out who my ancestors. Oh, that's a different program. No, no, it's the same program. Same program. Same program. I would hate it's to know what my ancestors were because I have a I have a brother. He's he's my half brother, and he currently lives in London, but he grew up in New York, and I've known him most of my life. We met when he was nine, and I think I was 12. Okay. But, like, we keep in contact. You mean we, I might have a relative in London? You might, but, no, the thing is, like, we keep in contact once a month, or, like, once every six months, and just say, hey, this and that, and uh-huh. we uh, we just touch base. Like we're, like, we're in contact. It's not like he's estranged, and mm-hmm. I don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. So I get after a month after or weeks after sending back the thing, I get a notification in the email saying, "Hey, you have a a ninety five point nine percent match of a sibling in our system. Would you like to know who the person is? You have to consent and all that." That'd be and, scary. And I was like, "Yeah, I'd like to know." And I thought it was my my other brother, my little brother, because I have a little brother. Yeah. And when it came up the name, I was like, so I called him up. I was like, yo, you did the DNA testing? He goes, how'd you know that? I said, because we just got matched. He goes, oh, you are my brother. I said, yeah, you have, I have proof now. And we joked about it. Yeah. But it was funny because it, it matched us to like a 90, 96.5%. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That's pretty, 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 also pretty scary. Pretty scary. Yeah. And yeah. like they asked me, there was like ten different consents I had to sign, and he consented to to be matched with any sibling in the database. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. So now, does he have any issues of Parkinson's? And no, 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 not at all. No. I guess it'd be kind of uh, kind of nice to know uh, to do that test to find out uh, genetic wise if there are other people who are maybe having issues medically. You know, yeah, because I, 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 considering my grandmother had it, I thought I'd have the genetic trait, and it's not, I don't have the genetic trait, so it's not. Oh, good. Yeah, but I, I guys, I can, I so believe I was born with Parkinson's, and it's just. Without the genetic trait? Without the genetic trait, I was born with it, and it's just progressed well, I, to the level that it is now. Yeah. Well, they, they, they say we all have cancer cells. That's in true. Our, in, our, in our body. And it's just what, uh, what, what triggers it for at what age or, you know, cause my brother died of uh, cancer as well. Yeah. Thyroid cancer. That's just something that gets triggered, I guess, and, and, uh, um, takes, uh, t- 
takes a toll, takes a toll on the body. It does, it does. You know, it's like a waking, a sleeping giant. So, so there's probably a lot of stuff that lies dormant in our system we don't know about. We don't know about it. And stress and environmental yeah. factors and... Yeah, what we eat, the air we breathe, the water the we drink, we um, you know, uh, stress. Mm-hmm. And stress is getting uh, more and more every uh, every um, year. Every day. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a meme on TikTok or a TikTok that the guy's like, for the love of Jesus, I'd like to stop having a world-changing event every other day. Like, our like I like to go a week without having a major life changing or country changing yeah. event, and it's a, it's it's insane. But right. it's well, that's... despite how bad the world is and how crazy the world is, uh-huh. we still have control over how it affects us. Uh-huh. Like it, yes, it's there's times are crazy and unsettling, but. Unless you're literally in the middle of it, yeah, you can't let it affect you where it's. Well, we are in the middle of, we're in the middle of a lot of stuff. A lot we're in, of, but a lot of changes. We're in the middle of the changes, but I'm like the stuff that's happening in D.C. Mm-hmm. I am thousands and thousands of miles away from D.C. Yes, it sucks. Yes, it's nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna not eat or not sleep because. Well, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like it, it's like yes, it's on the back of my mind, and I'm being uh-huh. cautious and being mindful of it. Uh huh. But I'm not gonna let it destroy my life, and then, right. and I'm not saying that's easy to do because, I've. Being out of being out of work and. Looking at life and wondering what I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. It's stressful, and there's days where I've sat at my computer desk, like full blown sweats, having can't can't breathe, like full blown mm-hmm. panic attacks, just thinking about what I'm gonna do with with my career and where mm-hmm. where my life is going, and I'm like, it's not. I still have time. I still have I have options, mm-hmm. but I'm still standing there going like literally panicking, like if like my world's gonna end, like I can't mm-hmm. breathe, and like. I'm just like, so panic attacks are real and they're, and they're mm-hmm. not, they're hard to manage. Yeah. But once they're over. Yeah. You can, you can manage your life better. Mm-hmm. So it's, we, we can get all, you can just get overwhelmed with, we can get, uh, and I, and I think part of the, um, <clears throat> part of the stress and anxiety comes from the fact that, uh, when you really come down to it, we actually have no control over anything. No, we do. And it's, that's the thing. It's this lady in. Well, I'm talking about control. I mean, as far as um, what happens to us, you know, with society and pressure and work, loss of job, we no have finances. A, we have a we have control over how it affects us and how much we let it oh. affect us. And a perfect example. I had this I, this gentleman at work. He hurt his knee, and we were talking, and he's like, he said, oh, I just got a new TV, this and that, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, nice TV. Nice TV. He goes, yeah, my last one was better, but it burnt down. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, my house burnt down two months ago. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And he goes, why? It was easy to move. And I like, <laughs> I, I, lost it. It was hysterical. I'm like. Well, yeah, that, 
you, and you don't want to laugh about it, but he's right. He's but he's move. like, and he was, but he could have, he could, and that was a life changing event. Oh, my phone's gonna die. Uh oh. But um, I'll fix it in a minute. But he decided to look at the positive. He could have let it destroy his life and been miserable and not eaten, not slept, just yeah. Decided, but he he did grieve, and he's like, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But he looked at the positive, and it's. He that's the it and I learned the, the term is called emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and we can. We're, it's not that you can't grieve, but grieve for so long. Mm-hmm. You gotta move forward with the with whatever you're dealing with, and it's only gonna get better if you if you yourself move forward and mm-hmm. decide. All right, it yes, this was a life affecting event. Mm-hmm. I grieved. Mm-hmm. I need to move on. Yeah, and no one can do that for you, but you, but yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be right back, and yeah, we'll see if we can fix your phone problem. All right. I'll run downstairs and grab my charger. I have a charger that I will take care of you shortly. <laughs> All right. And uh, that last song, "Carry On," was also by Jonathan Quigley. Uh, Another person down there in... That's a nice song. I like that last one. Let's see. All right, folks, that's a wrap. That's an episode. Episode 61 in the bag. 61 episodes. Holy cow. This is crazy. Still can't believe I'm still doing a podcast this long, and I got listeners. You guys are awesome. Um, I did the interview with Jamie. If you guys have been listening to the beginning, Jamie, Jamie was the first uh, Parkinson's patient, first guest that I interviewed. So he'll be coming up. Stay tuned for that uh, that episode. Uh, as always, follow me in my uh, social media, Trembling EMT. Um, on any social media, I'm on all, most social media platforms. If I'm not on one that you're on, let me know. I like to check out new platforms. But um, stay safe. Keep moving forward. God bless. <laughs>